0: 40. Is that loud enough?
1: Uh do one more.
0: There you go. That's good. Okay. Yep. Alright. And then hold on, I forgot to check what episode we're on. I think it's 48 though. 48? Yeah. Good old 48. Moving we're moving up in the world. 48. Yeah. Almost at 50. Almost at 50. Almost has a handle. Mm-hmm.
1: Like right here. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's kinda of how Michael held it. Yeah. Hello. Let me he fix my shirt here. Alright, we're good hello people of the world welcome to episode 48 of whatever as you can see actually hold on let me my is that good that's good it's fun to me starting over um hello ladies and gentlemen what's cooler than people of the world
1: are people not of the world
0: <laughs> who's that aliens but are they listening probably i don't think this broadcast uh extraterrestrially well
1: they probably have a way to hear it
0: we'll keep this in it'll be a. it'll be a post credits thing
1: yeah, just like marvel
0: yeah yeah wait wait for the post credit scene um <laughs> Welcome, people of the world and not of the world, if you're extraterrestrial, and welcome to episode 48 of Whatever. As you can see, my producer has joined me, uh, my, my temporary producer, Cole... Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. I always forget if it's Anderson or Richardson. It's okay. Same thing. I'm going to get used to it, though. I'll respond. Um, but, well, welcome to the show, Cole. Thank you for having me. You know, introduce yourself to the people. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Um... Hi, my name is uh, Cole Richardson.
1: We just said that. Um, we did. Nineteen years old. Um, I'm here in Nick's room. Uh, he uh held a gun up to me and said, "If uh, well, I it don't stay in here, then uh, then then um, bad things will happen." Essentially, and uh, as he's done with all of his other guests, uh, I go to Texas State University. <laughs> what um, just happened? We're in the same uh
0: campus ministry together. We're in the same uh department too.
1: We are in the same department too. We are we are men in business. Yeah. Marketing it specifically. It doesn't, sound, it doesn't sound as like empowering as like women in business, but you know what? Oh well because yeah. you
0: kinda expect men to be in business, you know? I guess so. But the world yeah. is shifting. It's ever shifting. changing. For the for the better. For the better. For the better. For the better. Yeah. That's we want to be clear about I'm a feminist. that. Uh well, okay. <laughs> I am. Um it's not a joke. That's, that's good, man. Um, but yeah, I uh, I want to make sure that everybody understands I did not hold a gun to Cole's head. I, in fact, don't oh, own a gun.
1: On video. On video.
0: You are sabotaging <laughs> this. It's
1: okay. It's
0: episode 48. <laughs> yeah, dude, it is. Um, Nothing special about it because it's not 50. It's not 50. Um, But I got some, you know, topics like usual. Okay. First of all, though, we got to... Start with good news. That's my usual thing. Okay. Um, and I would say my good news is, uh, I think I actually wrote it down in another area. Oh, yes. It's March, but I guess it's Thanksgiving because I picked up a turkey in bowling. Oh, nice. My first turkey. I keep looking at the viewfinder. Yeah. It's, I, I got to practice this. It's kind of distracting. Yeah.
1: but uh, We won't be able to see when it stops recording. because It'll stop at 30 minutes.
0: It's all good though. Yeah. Um. Do do you like go up and then re hit yeah, record? I'll Have to. Yeah. Okay, that's I'm fine. Guessing that's what's there, but it is what it be. Um. But yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm basically goaded at bowling, even though in my bowling class I had probably one of my worst days today. But
1: in your bowling class?
0: Yeah, I have a bowling class.
1: Like for school?
0: Hmm. It's a free credit. It's a physical physical. They call it physical fitness. Where do y'all bowl? Uh, sunset
1: oh so you just bowl for free every time or like you have to pay every single time you go well
0: you pay for the class and then that covers when you go you just pick out your shoes and your ball and then you bowl interesting and then you bowl two games you try to you try to boost your average and then you get into team play where you have a partner and uh you learn about handicaps and all the ins and outs of the game and stuff like that and it's it's fun um and I think I'm getting better and learning a lot. It's just for me, the issue is consistency right now. It's hard to stay. I think it's, I think it's difficult to just stay consistent at sports when you're learning them. Anything because you have good days and bad days. It's anything to stay consistent. Anything. I mean that's a true statement. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, do you have any good news to share?
1: Honestly, no. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> bad week. <laughs> hold on, let me, let me. Well, let's see. It's Monday, so today's good news was um honestly nothing special today, it could be last week it could be from any time yeah, honestly um, i was born like i mean last week okay um, you know last week we'll um, keep it we'll
0: keep it within the last three weeks
1: last week i had some good bible studies that's good yeah that's good stuff yeah so some good some good bible studies some good um what did i do during the week i got to relax during the weekends.
0: Um, right there,
1: there we though i got to relax during the weekend and uh That's something I never do. So I went hammocking. Hammocking? Yeah. Just laying in a hammock? Yeah. It's this this activity I used to do. And you go and you hike. And you go in the middle of the woods, you climb up a tree, and you set up a hammock, and you just sit there for hours. And it's like the most relaxing thing. I took a good nap, did some phone calls that I needed to do, uh, read a book. And then I got there at like 9 a.m. in the morning. I left at like 2. I was there for like a like a solid like five hours, but I took a nap for like three hours. Like it was pretty well. I guess it's like I don't know, but it was a really good nap. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty solid.
0: If the goal of the hike is to lay in a hammock for a few hours, I might consider hiking.
1: Yeah, it makes hiking like it makes the experience more enjoyable. Like I've had this spot I've been going to the last two times, but I think it's time for like a change. Um, I need to find a new tree. Yeah. Sorry, that's like, what i did this
0: weekend i burped um that was
1: the, oh that's okay
0: that's
1: not okay it's a fu- okay. oh, fun it's
0: a fun it's a fun yeah. way to do the weekend yeah. i think just just relax relaxing. relax hammocks yeah. are really nice Yeah, you know, they're also really
1: expensive that is true so you want to buy a high quality one i have this one that um feel good though yeah they do feel good i have this one that it has a bug net Oh, so that's it's nice. like you're in the hammock and the net covers it. That's good. And yeah. I got it like 2 years ago when I when I actually camped in a hammock, which by the way is not as it's not it's not that great.
0: From my experience too, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's
1: not that great camping in a hammock, but with the bug net, it makes it better cuz no bugs get in there and you're just like it's just high quality O2. Yeah. No no bug no bug.
0: F- future reference for anybody thinking about camping in a hammock, don't uh, hammocks are good for relaxing in maybe a nap. Um, but if you want to sleep a full eight hours, don't go in a hammock. It's horrible. It's horrible for your back. Yeah. It's it just feels like you wake up really
1: sore. It also gets really cold yeah, in feels, the night. Oh, it does. It feels like pins and needles and I don't know. My hammock does a pretty good job of like keeping things in. Like I, I thought it was pretty solid, but like, yeah, you just don't get quality sleep in there. Yeah. Like it's just, I, didn't, I just don't know.
0: Last time I did it, I got like the worst cold I've like ever had. Uh but that was because I was out in the elements. I swear dude, I, I go outside for more than for more than an hour and a half and it is sneeze city after that.
1: Oh, that doesn't sound fun. Um last time I it's went not. last time I went camping in Hammock was at this lake and I was it was a scuba diving lake and
0: I went there to scuba dive. I didn't know they scuba dived in lakes. But yeah.
1: They, in Texas they do because there's nowhere to scuba dive besides That's true um anywhere else besides Texas. Um, but yeah. um, so I went there. They have a scuba it's a scuba diving lake too. So they have things they've sunk in the lake.
0: Oh, on purpose. Oh, on purpose, yeah. That's, so we got there's
1: boats, there's Cessnas. It's really that's cool. That's pretty sick, honestly. So we camped on the lake, um, and I was getting my advanced certification for scuba diving. So I was I was a, I was a I was a certified scuba diver, just in open water, and I was getting my advanced um certification, which is like a lot of mapping, a lot of like search and rescue, a little bit of search and rescue. Um, But then the next certification is search and rescue. Um, Anyways, um, I was camping in there and a raccoon came in the middle of the night. Um, I was in my hammock and a raccoon just started chowing down on whatever was on the table. I fought it off. Yeah, yeah, that's all I remember from my last, I don't
0: camp in hammocks. (laughs) Um, Yeah, raccoon attacks are a part of camping as well. So let's keep an eye out for that. If you're going camping Uh, anyways, that was the good news section and it's probably been my longest good news section, uh, segment. Um, because Cole had a story to tell.
1: There's a lot of good news. I think that's fantastic. I
0: named him Ronnie. The the raccoon. raccoon.
1: Yeah. There was also another raccoon at uh, my grandma's house one time. Many raccoons. Yeah. And, um, we caught him in, we caught him in, uh, like a, a, crater trap. Um, I don't know, like what specifically it was. I think it's more of like a a possum trap. I don't know. It's just a critter trap, and because we, we we saw him underneath the porch and, and we caught him, so I wake up at six a.m. and I went and he's there. <laughs> I pick him up and I'm like, you know what? Like, we caught him. It's all that matters. I brought it out like outside the house, put it there, and I was like, man, like I'll deal with this in the morning. Like it's the morning, but like I'm gonna. Go Sleep, like, yeah. he's in a cage like I gotta go and release him like he'll be fine for a few hours so we went nine sun was just blaring bro man like the raccoon just like <laughs> it was just like I felt so bad like it just like the sun it just like had a heat stroke <laughs> like I'm not gonna oh. lie <laughs> like,
0: like, like it I didn't did. realize this story I ended yeah, with it dying yeah
1: he, he passed away uh, tried to spray him with like a bunch of water like tried yeah. to water him down just so like he could live that might have been bad. on me
0: that's uh, yeah,
1: so I don't have a lot of good history with raccoons, but um, <laughs> I'm
0: sure someone does like raccoon trainers, I guess, I don't know. I've never had a history with raccoons, and I think that's just the way it goes. um, but <clears throat> you work, I don't know how you how personable you want to get about it or personal you want to get about it, um I get it. I get in it terms personal. of privacy.
1: Get as personal as I want to be. No, I know. I'm can. saying it is up yeah. to you, but I'm saying
0: yeah. you you work for an organization now. Are you okay with us saying the name of the organization? Which which one? Uh the sports the sports team. one. So I don't work with them yet.
1: Um so he's talking about um Austin F C. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about them. Um it's not it's not um it's not Austin F C. It's a it's two different companies. Yeah. Uh that work f- uh, alongside with Austin F C, Apple T V and um mostly mostly primarily like stadium operations um it's less about the broadcast side of things but you do take a lot from broadcast so um, do you
0: work for Q2
1: so n- no not necessarily work it's it's more for MLS like okay. you work for you work specifically for MLS your contract for MLS you have stations um i don't i'm not officially on board with them yet um i worked i worked one game um with somebody who i knew um who works for them and they're looking to put someone in that position um me during um during summer in um during starting Starting summer summer. um because uh the person i work for is um looking to uh uh basically like mls is looking to hopefully get them to other places besides just austin because they all play at the same time they all Mm -hmm. play like saturdays um and so they need somebody to cover their awesome location. So that's what I would be doing. Um, I'm not officially on board with them yet because we haven't had like we haven't got like there hasn't been another game yet since, or there has been one, but I was it was during spring break. Um, there hasn't been another game yet, so um, that conversation has not even started yet. But it's potential. It's potentially. Um, it's more for. Um, it's less for broadcast and like marketing, and more for. Uh, there's a lot of like stadium stadium operations, like VAR, which is like video assistant referee. Um, during, like, uh, soccer games and um, also uh, medical assistant referees. So, there's... A, there's um, Obviously, there's medics on standby, but there's also a medical video assistant who's basically on a screen watching, like... Basically watching replays of, like, injuries that happen so they can, like, identify, like, what to do in case of an emergency. Yeah. So, a lot of the times, their job is pointless because they sit there and do nothing. Yeah. Um, especially in soccer where, like, there's a lot of injuries that aren't, aren't real. Yeah, aren't that severe. Um, but, um... But when you need them, like they're there. Um, but it's mostly for those two things, but you have to work with broadcast, you're taking a lot of their like shots and cameras, cause it's a lot of like replay um system, which is just a lot of wiring and a lot of um you know um dealing with um broadcast component component esque things and and monitors and cable management. It's a lot of like not the funnest thing to do, but it is really fun because it's like the stadium, the atmosphere. So yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: This uh this has brought on a discovery uh, with you mm-hmm. that you like to
1: talk and explain things. I do. I like to elaborate. I, yeah. I, it's it's sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's really bad. Well, but, it's good for this. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it fills it's up, up really a lot bad. of time. Yeah, exactly. But and that's sometimes the problem is sometimes conversations run a little, a little longer than it should be. And I'm not always a, the most efficient person in my time. But
0: you know what? <laughs> It's good for this and that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was only kind of getting into that like topic just because it's more of an interest for me. Yeah. You know, because I want to, I want to do sports marketing and mm-hmm. I want to like get on their team or anybody yeah. else's team, but like Austin FC is close, close to home. Yeah. So it would be the easiest route. It's just hard to like, because on their website, they're looking for very specific things mm-hmm. and it's not something I'm qualified for. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I doubt that their marketing team is filled up yet either. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's it's hard to find the proper connections.
1: The good thing is marketing is very fluid. There's always new positions and it's people true. moving on and pooping, people moving forward and projects they need people for. So chances are, it's going to be something that opens sooner or later. That's true. Um, you know, or next year something gets created that we weren't, we never even knew about. I mean, yeah. that's
0: marketing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um so you're a guy who understands technology pretty well you have a you have a intimate understanding of video and things like that yeah um so the, here's the age old question is it pronounced jif or gif for a a person Ooh. who is as- as astute to things in that of that nature as you are you see I pronounce it gif really
1: yeah but i'm also dyslexic so i don't know if like i don't know if my answer like i feel like it's more of an english question <laughs> like i mean i was always really good at writing but reading <laughs> man I, in elementary school i was always on the lowest level like not gonna lie you know did you have like levels in elementary school like reading levels uh there was there was stuff like that yeah like you go from like a to like z that's how they used to do it like oh you're on like reading reading level little f you know you're reading level F like you're reading an F book they would know? just
0: say like you're on a fourth grade reading level or whatever yeah you see and I was like, I don't even know what that means I'm just yeah. reading
1: so they' were on level F right um, and there's these different levels right and as you go through elementary school like it's the same system it's the same system you follow and I was always on a little below average <laughs> for my grade and I couldn't hear enough not hear enough, of Stephen Baker telling me how much I sucked at reading. And yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't bad at reading, so I, feel like, so I feel like I say Jif, but it could be wrong. It probably is wrong. And I don't send enough of them to entertain that idea for a long time. I'm going to waste my time on... Useless questions like that. I'm joking. It's not useless. I think it's something that needs to be answered. Starts to it starts coming after me. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I also feel like it's called Jif peanut butter. You know. Well, but
0: that's spelled J-I-F. Gif yeah, is spelled G-I-F. That's what, G-I- that's G-I-F. what I'm
1: And I pronounce it Jif. But it's spelled G-I-F. So that last shit has some credibility to it. But also, like, with that logic, I'm still not going to change the way I say it.
0: Within the terms of proper English, I think... I think it's something like when G becomes before comes before i or e something like that it's it's a hard it's a hard G yeah I pronounce a gif but the creator of GIFs said he pronounces it gif which is confusing I don't know, maybe we're all wrong maybe it's guys it's G
1: oh guy yeah, maybe it's know.
0: yeah I mean it wouldn't make sense because there's no silent e but
1: you never know until you try
0: Jive. <laughs> or chief chief so is one way to go with it. Um I don't even want to talk about that anymore. I don't know why I wrote that down. Me neither. Um so I'm sure I'm sure you've you've seen this before on the on the interwebs where you know, you're on the explore page or whatever and you see something and you see a post that's that um you know, you become aware that this could create I, I I a controversial event in the comment section. I think, yeah, you I
1: I know, this is going.
0: Um, and you get into the comment section for whatever reason. I mean, okay. if I could give you any advice, just don't open the comment section because that that's the epitome of Western society falling apart. Yeah, it's the image of it. Um, And what's even crazier is that. Other people who aren't even a part of Western society are a part of that too. And they're just straight up laughing at us. And they have every right to. Um, But one thing I've noticed a lot is where people will... And I've talked about this before, obviously. People will make fun of celebrities in comments. And then their little fans will come to their defense. Um, And one thing I notice a lot is that they go... Well, he or she is making way more money than you'll ever imagine. And I'm just like, I don't get why people find that to be an insult. I I know. I I know that they're making that much money. Probably way more than I'll ever see. Who cares? (laughs) No, I'm not saying that from my point of view of like, I'm making fun of the celebrities. I have better things to do with my time. But the people that do make fun of celebrities... They probably really don't care about that stuff. And do you know why? They're on Instagram making fun of people they don't know. But like what's what are your thoughts on those? First of all, because I talked about it when you were here behind the camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, And just in general people who defend celebrities. Because I want to get somebody else's perspective. <laughs> and then also that, that insult of like placing monetary value on top of somebody's insult when it doesn't really matter yeah
1: i think uh so the first one uh people insulting celebrities just the opinion on it i mean i think it's i I think it i think it depends there's like there's levels to it i think um you have your a-listers you have your um you know you got your influencers and then you got like your tiktokers which is like tiktokers i would like I don't know. I, I would classify a lot of TikTokers in like influencer space but there's a lot of like, you know, just the tiktok uh, talkification of things where like somebody, you know, creates like a viral series and stuff and so then you start to get a little bit of traction. You see this a lot in the fitness industry as well. Like there's a lot of like micro-influencers. Um, well,
0: I'll, I'll describe what I feel an influencer or TikToker usually is. It's a person with no real talent who happens to be above average in the attractiveness department who got lucky on the algorithm, got a lot of exposure, got popular on apps that make it unbelievably easy to get famous, and they now have record deals and and, and sponsorships that they never deserved in the first place. And now they're just famous way more than they should be. And that's my definition. I don't know if you disagree.
1: I'd, I'd probably disagree a bit. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's from, um, most
0: of the time though, yeah, not all of
1: them. I, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's a variable for sure. I think, um, I think there's a lot of people out there who are blessed with the gift of looks, which is predominantly very, very, um, noticeable trait it's in a our one Western, up. It's Western, a yeah, a Western, Western modern society. People care about how you look. That's true. If you look good, people like that. Um, and, um, and I, and I do think there are, there are predominantly like a lot of people like that who, um, you know, who don't necessarily have a specific talent, specific skill, um, and, and do work with the algorithm. But I will say like, there's, there's a lot of people, I think, I think specifically like with, um, a lot, most of the people in the influencer space nowadays, um, came from a little bit of an older generation than I was like, like a tad bit, like, um,
0: like the back end
1: of millennials like, yeah like very back end millennials like you know in that tw- early 20, early yeah, 90s babies yeah, or late, late 90s babies late 90s babies like you know that type of age when social media first came out there's a lot of people like that um where algorithms weren't necessarily really a um weren't really a thing and i, I think back then there was a lot of there was a lot of creativity specifically to video making video production um business and i and i think a lot of those people were like um you know, like you ne- like you never seen anybody like popping off on Musically back then. Nobody's popping off on Musically, but That's everybody's true. popping off on Vine. Musically and and, and and just it, kind yeah. of happened, yeah. For and, a second. and and but Vine was a lot. There was a lot of creativity into it. Yeah. Um, and then you see a lot, and then you go on TikTok. You see TikTok, and you see a lot of people doing their renegades and stuff, and um, and the ethics where they deserve it or not is you know beyond my pay grade. But um, there is a lot of people who um. Are very talented, like yeah. I, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I feel like because I, talk, you know, I'm convinced that like obviously like whatever you say like you're gonna see like yeah. on you know like like there has to be like someone on my phone like listening or like it's or fair. some sort of like the FBI, guy yeah, I, and, and like the, maybe like you know maybe it was the dead raccoon, but um, <laughs> but um, haunting you your know, phone because I do like a lot of video stuff, a lot of video editing, um, I get a lot of uh, visual effects artists and that on tiktok and um i mean they started their career on like tiktok and and they're these like vertical videos and they do some like hollywood grade stuff like stuff we're seeing in like marvel stuff we're seeing like like just Just like just as good good. and if If they're they're not as good it's it's like it's like a problem of like like storage or space because you know like you see marvel rendering these awesome effects and they're using just like like not palettes what's like um like stacks up and it's like computers and computers of like gigabytes just to like render these certain things and like they don't look like as good but it's like because they're doing off their pc but they're amazing and it's like and you know if it weren't for tiktok like they would have never started their career they would have never you know signed with like i've seen some people who sign with um go and sign with pixar because they're really good animators um so there's like ups and downs to it but as far as like insults i do think like people like micro influencers those are the people who are going to be a bit more bothered by it. They're the people who are, you know, like images and out, like really out there. Influencers, they're probably not going to get as bothered by it, but they will get clowns. Like yeah. there's a lot of people who will combat them and go at them. And then you get A-listers and it's kind of hit or miss. Like you look at like if you go into the Rocks comic section, he has a lot of people like when he's working out say like oh you're on roids this and that but it's just drowned by the amount of people who are like well one the instagram bots but then two um the amount of people who are like this is awesome like this is great because like like i mean from the outside the rock is just like a great like he's an awesome guy
0: he's just like the he's, most yeah, famous guy he's ever like the too. most
1: famous guy like he's like that i mean same thing with athletes like Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi like you look at their I mean Ronaldo's like one of the most followed people he like 500 million followers on Instagram 500 something million followers on Instagram when you look at his comment section it's just all his fans just like there's no and if they're hating they're like Messi's better Messi's better and then like Messi's like Ronaldo's better like it's it's all just like this feud and don't even get me started on taylor swift man you say anything <laughs> wrong about taylor swift you're getting canceled you're That's, getting fired yeah. and you're probably getting burnt by somebody it's true um same thing with selena gomez man like real, uh-huh. like yeah like rihanna like all these people like they're not and, and i will say like predominantly there is a lot more hate towards men i will say that male like, male celebrities
0: male celebrities
1: like not not hate like you look at a-listers and stuff and you look at the ratio between like like female hate like like we're talking like Taylor Swift versus The Rock. Yeah. Two very good two very good looking people, successful people. Man, like followed their their they have their influence on culture. Like very, very um very, very developed in their careers and their craft. Um and you just look at the ratio, there there'll just be like a lot of like I feel like just like sometimes like women like celebrities oftentimes will bring in a lot of women. And it also depends on your field too. Like if you're like if you're like a singer or uh, an artist, like chances are like your fans are gonna be passionate. And like you know Taylor Swift demographic is you know I couldn't tell you the I couldn't tell you the uh, I couldn't tell you like the uh, stats on it, but I, I I could only assume the ratio from men to women is incredibly like a little bit unbalanced. Like I, I'd probably go for of sixty to eighty percent women, maybe. But, but this, this is out of fair. millions and millions of people. So it's yeah. still like a lot of men um, compared to the rock where his demographic is going to be very, very much. So a lot of men, yeah. especially because he works out, especially, and he's in a different industry and this and that and their industries sometimes like like, you know, clash, but um, there's just predominantly like a lot of hate, a lot more hate in the male demographic. And oftentimes males will attract males. Um, like, you know, men will attract men and there's just like a lot more hate from like men online specifically um and why that is i don't know um, i mean dudes
0: yeah. dudes like to hate on their friends too yeah like dude, guy yeah. friends will get together and just make fun of each dude, other the whole dudes time. will hate but
1: if you see like if you see like if you go on an instagram and you're like and you see a dude who was on like a reality tv show or who's very attractive right a tiktoker and you go on you look at his pictures on instagram Chances are his demographic is not going to be a lot of men. It's going to be more women. Yeah. A lot of women are attracted to him. And, you know, if you're a dude, you're still going to have like dudes follow you. So, you know, chances are it's not going to be as much as like a woman. So, you know, give you 60 to 70 percent of your Democrat, your your audience is going to be women, Um, you know, and varying on age too. like that's that's a factor as well. But a lot of the times in those comment sections, you're not going to see a lot of hate from women. You're going to see a lot of hate from men because they're like, bro, this dude's ugly. This dude fell off like, bro, stop your cringe. This and that. But, like, when a woman does that, like, when a woman posts something, you know, that's very, like, like, very, it's not, like, I I would say more, like, you know, if you take, like, a man in a photo shoot versus a woman in a photo shoot, there's just going to be a lot more support. Um, But then there comes, but then there comes the argument of, like, you know, women go through a lot more as far as... um, you know, getting getting like put down shames, you know, as far as like body objectified. shaming, yeah, objectified, objectified image, because then you're going to go through the comment sections and you're going to see like a lot of men who are just thirsty yeah. and, you know, maybe a lot of women too, who just like objectify them. So there's like pros and cons to each. But like it de- like the hate depends on. Um... And we're back and we're, we're back. back. The hate depends mostly on where you rank as far as like how much your fans are. Like, if you're a micro influencer and you're trying to make it out, like, I don't know, you just like you see some people are like they just like never get hate. And you see a lot of people who do, like, Mr. Beast does not get a lot of hate. He's a cool, he's been getting a lot recently, he's been getting a lot recently, but um, but it's from it's from really corny people. It's not, it's not, it's not from a there's no um, there's no solid foundation though. That's what I mean, like. There's a lot of people where they're just like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Okay, like that's mean, but like I can I can see your point." It's like Mr. Beast, all his hate is just stupid. Like it's like people who just like
0: he cured blindness yeah, and got hate for it. Yeah, like people, that's insane.
1: People want to go ahead and like argue, like argue against that, and that, and, and that's their right. But, um, oh yeah, like but you see this guy, he's really positive. You just don't see a lot of hate. Same thing with like The Rock. Yeah. Same thing. Like like you just don't see a lot of hate. Like he's he's a good positive guy. You know, not very not. His track record is pretty clean for the, well, for the most part, but, um, you know, a lot of these guys track records, they don't have like, they don't have anything to lose. Right. But then you go to like more controversial ones, like, you know, the Pauls, you go and see the Pauls, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, and like, you know, and you can argue, you know, some of, some of them are, um, you know, how are they in that position? But then you can also argue like they're, they're very good business people and they're very good at what they do, but they're always going to get a lot of hate because their track record is not clean. Yeah. Um, and, and so I don't know. It just depends. Like it really just comes down to like the person you are, um, and, and how you approach like things. But I think, I think adding like monetary value to it, I agree. Like, it's pretty stupid. I mean, you're not defined by how much you make. I mean, you often see like, if like my like definition of like a good human being. is like, like the person who has like, who like the person who can love and have sympathy for somebody. Um, and you see a lot of rich people who can do this and you see a lot of rich people who can't you see a lot of poor people who can do this you see a lot of poor people who can't and the the difference the difference between the two are are, are primarily by how comfortable they are in life really i guess i think um that's really the only value which which has nothing to do with either of those things um, yeah i think it can influence you know like one could say like it's hard for me to love because I have nothing. Some could say it's hard for me to love because it's all I have. And then you go to this. It's hard for me to love because I'm too busy. Or, it's hard for me to love because it's what I appreciate the most. And that's how I, um, and that's how I got my wealth. or that's how I got this, that, and um, yeah, monetary values, stupid to begin with. I mean, <laughs> if you're ever comparing how much you make with somebody, like chances are it comes from a place of insecurity. Yeah,
0: it's true. Um, those are all good points. What I would say to the to the influencers thing, um, I don't think I define the difference in how I see things properly. I think there's a difference between influencers and creators. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the people you were talking about, I consider them creators because they create without forcing this ideal that they're influencing anything. Mm-hmm. They just put out their art into the world. Yeah. Influencers are like, look at me and, and this thing that happened and how I do this and all this stuff. And they use all this, um, lingo and stuff and like buzzwords and like do everything in their power to get more and more attention because they don't have anything to back it up with. So, I mean, that's why a lot of people yeah. will do stupid things on the internet that get them canceled and stuff like, like the ball brothers have yeah. done and stuff like that. So,
1: I think, I think, I think the influencer word comes more from a business aspect, and yeah. less from like an actual creativity aspect. Because you look at like, look at like Charlie D'Amelio, for example. Um, she's got, I mean, she's got some credibility. She's a great dancer, yeah. Um, you know, but when it came down to like why she blew up on TikTok, like wasn't really about like how well she was at dancing. It was about how well she was hopping on trends. And some could say that's that's level of intelligence. Like she played the like she like. Mm-hmm. She gave the system. Yeah, there's a game and she played it well. Um, and um, but then you could look at like, you know, um how that how her and like that family have like um diversified a bit as far as like their content, their space, working with Hulu and stuff. It's just like me personally, like I don't find it as entertaining. Um But yeah. like I would say like when she's on TikTok, like she doesn't need to be, she need she doesn't need to be an influencer to be known, she needs to be a creator. And while she was on TikTok, like she was a creator. And once you start venturing out and start being versatile uh, or versatile, like, um, and, and you venture out into the space and you start looking at the monetary value of everything of, of your skill and your, in your position, then you become an influencer. And it's less about like influencing people and more about influencing the advertising industry, I would say, because like, for me, it's like, like people who are known are like very good creators but they don't really become like influencers until they like like to me i don't see them as like influencers until like they start working with brands or they start like you know they start like doing like you know ad you know ad readings and, and they start making money off of ad revenue and like all this stuff um that's when they kind of become influencers because then they're like they're using their likeness and their image to for profit um which is like like that's that's their get like that's part of the game like you need to make money you need you make money um, and you're still a creator but that's when like that thing goes on and, and there's there's a hit or miss to it because then you become like less human and, and I believe like the people who do it right are the people who like either stick with a brand that's really good and not the first brand that's gonna give them money yeah. or um, or they're the people who um, oh there's Michael waking up um, or or there's he's got a test yeah or there's the people who um, Bro, I just I just completely blanked. My, Michael threw me off. Michael, if you're watching this, you threw me off
0: with your Dang at Michael
1: ding alarm. But he's yeah. the,
0: he's the one that walks in to get clothes while I'm yeah. doing the podcast too.
1: So 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 it's like that. I think I think it's just like once you put monetary v- value on it, like that's the game and that's what you got to do to make money and that's great. Yeah. Um, but to me, you're not really like an influencer. I, uh, yeah. Because so, I don't know yeah. what you're Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, but you're not like, that's what it is. Like you're influencing people to buy a product. That's what it is. And like people make it this, like you're a spokesperson. Yeah, people, people put the word influencer, like I'm influenced in is Like, no, like that's more of what like a creator does. Like a creator <laughs> is a creative. He's like, he or she is create, uh, creatively, um, working you know working the system working working their talent working their bit working their dancing working whatever they do um to manipulate slash reach out to you in a certain way through the desired platform or algorithm or whatever um whereas like when you're an influencer you're when you're an influencer you're kind of just influencing people to buy a product which is a which is a part of the game but the smartest people the smart people that do it right don't take the first offer that's given to them and wait for something that is on brand for them. And I think I think there's I mean, I think there's a lot of different ways. Like I think Mr. Beast does it very well. He always makes his um ad readings very good and he makes millions off of each ad reading is any any of his videos. Um and then there's like a lot of people who are like you're in a specific space. Um I think I watch um I watch a lot of, I watch this uh channel called uh Cordo Crew uh Corridor Crew. Yeah on uh on youtube well pretty often just because i love visual effects and i and i love like you know editing animation stuff like that um and mo and most of their brand deals are all like in the realm of their space which is visual effects uh video production um and also there's like they venture out into like competition and stuff like this but it's always like in the common theme of like video editing visual effects art uh visual effects um you know uh digital art um and all most of their brands are very in like realm with like them, and they do it well because it's like it makes sense. I'm, you know, like, you know, I'm not gonna be an athlete with a YouTube, you know, going off and promoting some beauty product. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It's not in my. It's it's it won't cater to my demographic. People read right past that. Whereas, um, I don't know if you go with a brand that's a little bit more online with your values and your um, your values as a creator first versus your monetary values, then um, uh then people see less through it. And then, depending on how you deliver it, also is depending. Like, I think, I think people don't look as through like Mr. Beast as much as a lot of people think they do because of the fact that he does it. He does it very intelligently. Like he does it. Um, he does it well, and he does it passionately. He does it like he actually cares. Whereas a lot of people are just like, ah, like here's a brand deal. Like I'm making, making a quick twenty k off this. Like here we go." Um, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like. Creators create and inadvertently from their creation comes positive influence. Influencers want to be known and seen and will do anything to get that. And that's where inadvertently a lot of negative attention comes.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, you see a lot of... um, Yeah, you see... and, And like kind of like inevitably too, like to be... It's not hard to be an influencer. All you have to... like. You know, once you're a creator, it's not hard to be an influencer because all you have to do is sign with a brand, yeah and then they and then they distribute they market you don't have to worry about that you just have to worry about showing up and using your image like you you have to be yourself um and it's not hard to be an influencer, but then that negative attention comes not not only because if you don't do it right and it's this brand like you know because they're like you know negative attention comes much more to like influencers and stuff. But also because now you're like a whole new person dealing with a whole new demographic. Chances are, people who are watching your videos—I mean, there's like there's like the the value of, you know, if you're watching my video, you like me or you hate me, and if either way, you're making me money, right? Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter. Like either way, you're watching, and so I love you. I love I love both of them the same. Um, whereas like. You know, when you're when you're an influencer for a brand and a product, like now you're dealing with a whole new demographic. These are people who don't know them, and it's just hate coming from no foundation, and that's almost worse because then it's like like your hate is coming from like some sort of like, you know, because you watch my video. This is why you're hating, you know. But it's like these uh, people but are social just, media yeah, is filled yeah.
0: with foundationless hate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. But it's like you know, you watch my video and you're hating. At least you watch my video, right? And these, <laughs> and then these are people who are brand like. And that person's ugly, you know. It's like you yeah. don't even know who I am. Like, like, do you know what I do for a living? And they're like, they're just like, no, it's just like, oh, well, like you're just hating because you just don't like the way I look, which is just foundational, foundationless hate. And it's almost worse because it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's like you know nothing about me, and you're just coming up, just like saying like the first thing that comes to your mind. Like, social media is just full of like intrusive
0: thought, like typers. Yeah, part, which is like funny. This has been. I feel like this has been probably my most, like, intellectual guest, <laughs> Influencer guest talk? type of thing so far, yeah. just because, like, usually I'm more focused on the funny aspect of things, <laughs> but then sometimes I just kind of slow down and talk, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think I've ever really done that with a guest before, so this is kind of cool. It's like a... New dynamic. It's like a Joe Rogan type beat. You know? Oh, I love Joe Rogan. Joe yeah. Rogan's cool, man. Except this is not him before hours. Yeah, this is going to be... This might come out to my longest episode. Um, just because we talk so much yeah uh, and I still have some things to talk about but I it, it won't be it won't be two hours or more so don't worry about that um but the next topic um one one thing I did want to add though that I kind of have thought about before that I think is why people defend celebrities is because when you like somebody, For who they are, what they do, or whatever reason, um, and then somebody else insults that person, you don't get angry in their place. You get angry at the attachment you have to them because a lot of people, for whatever reason, they like the celebrity and they attach their self-image to that celebrity And so as soon as somebody says something bad about that celebrity, they take it as saying something bad about them because they like that celebrity, which is not the case. Nobody's ever saying anything bad about you when they are talking bad about a celebrity. So if you can take that to heart, just stop defending celebrities because they don't care. The person you're commenting against doesn't care. At the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about this person having their foundational hate problem against somebody who doesn't know them and both doesn't care. Nothing matters. <laughs> nothing matters. Nothing matters. There's a lot that matters. There's a lot that matters. But nothing matters. There's a lot that matters. This guy, am I right? Nothing matters. There's a lot that doesn't matter, and there's a lot that does matter, but cancel each other out. Yeah, we'll say this on social media: nothing matters. Nothing absolutely, nothing
1: matters on social media.
0: Um. So. I don't think you. I don't think you were there. Were you for uh, Gigi's birthday? I was not. Did not no. go. I'm Studying that night. Unfortunate. But we went to um, Texas Roadhouse, mm-hmm. and there were like four birthdays that night for some reason. And um, what Texas Roadhouse it, it does for birthdays is probably absolutely the worst thing I've ever seen a restaurant do for birthdays. They bring out a saddle, and they make you sit on it. And then um, they scream whatever hullabaloo they scream and then make the whole restaurant get involved. I hate when restaurants do this stuff. It's so annoying. And if my family or my friends ever take me to a restaurant for my birthday, I'm always like, please don't tell them that it's my birthday because I don't want to be the center of attention. I'm just here to chill and eat. Um, but it got me thinking, if I, <laughs> if I ever had a restaurant, I would make sure to have every employee trained, every wait, wait waiter or waitress at least trained, um, so that when a customer is like, "Hey, it's my buddy's birthday," they respond with, "And," <laughs> <laughs> nobody gets embarrassed except for the person asking, really. Um, and that's it. That's it. No corny, embarrassing stuff. Just because it's so weird, dude. Just to like. It's weird that we celebrate just continuing living, you know? Cuz it happens every year. So, I don't know. I think at this point for me, celebrating birthdays is a, is as special for me at least is as special as celebrating New Year's. Like it just keeps happening. Um so I've never found I I don't really find my birthday to be special that much anymore for me in my head. Um but going to other friends' birthdays that is special i like celebrating them um but i don't know i think that's probably just a normal thing as you grow older
1: oh no that's a little weird cuz it's like
0: do you like your birthday
1: yeah i mean I feel, like, I feel like if you don't enjoy your birthday you just don't enjoy birthdays
0: but you know? I, I like going to other people's birthdays that's like weird is that like
1: like does that come from a place where it's like I don't, I don't that necessarily- come from a place where it's like because it's like you don't like your own birthday, but you like die. other. I,
0: I'll be clear with, yeah. with that. So
1: you want your other friends to die? No. No, I'm joking. <laughs> what? what did you? No, do? I mean on the restaurant thing. I think I think it's like the best when it's like not your birthday, like if you're out like, like here's the best like date. Here's the best first date you could ever do. Interesting. Okay? Best first date advice. Okay. Go out, you know, with whoever you know. Sure. Um. Whoever you're going out with, you know. Mm-hmm uh for me in particular it would be a woman um going out with, going out with a woman, right go out go out to a restaurant right You're sitting there, you're talking risen up, some would say okay um, spin facts, spin game, spin food out if it's bad, but oh uh, well, yeah, um, she goes to the bathroom, right like she drinks, she drinks water, of course yeah. or or some or some carbonated liquid perhaps, like soda perhaps a lemonade yeah but oh maybe a lemonade maybe a little, Lemonade's maybe a little still um but she goes to the bathroom he goes away you're like hey it's her birthday it's her birthday
0: is it her actual birthday it's not her actual okay. birthday that's a good detail to have it's not comes back
1: then just they come and they do the thing and it it's just the most like ice breaking thing you could possibly do because everybody's embarrassed in that situation. You're embarrassed because you did it, but it's also funny because it's like, oh, uh, she's so embarrassed because it's like not her birthday. And she's like, what the heck? But it's also like, a this is funny. And you like, get a free dessert. Yeah, like this is funny. Then you get a free dessert. You know, it's just, it just wins all around. And there's something about like humility on a first date <laughs> that, um, that reads, and if she doesn't like it, then chances are like she's not the one i'm gonna be honest like i'm gonna be real like like or she just has social anxiety yeah or, or that yeah I, I feel like it's a little bit of a read the room well, read the room read the person
0: you're going out with yeah if, if they have if, crippling social yeah, anxiety if it's a don't social anxiety
1: thing then like maybe wait till like the second date to do yeah that. um
0: but if she's just like chilling, yeah, bit. you know, just doing, just doing her thing, doing her do, yeah, you know, and you know, like it's it's gonna be fine. Uh, then maybe pull it if she laughs it off. She's like, yeah. that was that was interesting, you know. And if she breaks up with you, then try it on the next Sucks, girl. Sucks, dude. You know, um, but we're talking from the perspective of men, of course, from who are men. straight.
1: Yeah, um, from uh, from grown, manly men.
0: Well, growing, growing. There's so much to figure out still
1: no so i like birthdays um i think humans are pro uh like i mean naturally we're just born like self-centered Like, we, we care about ourselves we do and if you don't admit it like if you think that's wrong then like you're wrong like we're we're predominantly like self-centered like we we grow up that way like we like literally like we cry if we don't get attention when we're babies. Like, like that's like it's like, you know, if like you get hurt as a like there's like a lot of times where like babies will get hurt, but if like their mom's like or dad's like not paying attention to them when they get hurt, then they don't cry. But if they see their like mom or dad like look at them in distress, then they cry. It's that attention. So we all crave attention. So I think just birthdays for me is like it's like me day. It's awesome. It's also a good excuse to have like a really good day. Like it's like nothing's gonna stop my day, or I'm also not going to allow myself to do anything that would
0: make me have a bad
1: day. Like my taxes, like I wouldn't do my taxes on my, br- well, my birthday is also in October. So I wouldn't do my taxes either way. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, like it's like, it's one of those days where it's just like, like, man, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't do like, I'm not doing anything that's gonna be negative. I'm doing all the positives. And that's kind of a bad way to live. Cause you're like, you're living your life every day. But like we have sucky days sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it's like a good excuse to have a good day. Positive wake up vibes. Just vibes are all good. That's why I like birthdays. And if you, you know, if you look at it as a glass half empty, then you look at it that way.
0: Um, it's true. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't hate my birthday. It's just like I don't view it really as special as I used to as a kid.
1: Oh, for sure. It sucks. Like, Christmas sucks. Like, more as, like, an adult. Like, like oh, like, don't get me wrong. Jesus' birth doesn't suck. I'm talking about, like, the Santa, like, coming in, like, that stuff. I don't know if everybody did that. But I did, like, my parents did Santa. And as a kid. Like, like, that part of Christmas, which, by the way, is not is not the, not the uh, reason for Christmas. and It's not the center. It's not the, like, there's so much more to it. And it's beautiful. And it's great. But the Santa part of it, so magical as a kid. And then you start getting older. And then you start, like, you know, getting real older. And then you're like, okay, I got to start buying presents for people. And then you're like, okay. Now you see I'm, the now obligations. Buying, in yeah, it. you see the obligations. And then, like, people just, like, tr- like don't try as much. Like, you know, with my family now, like we're all like old enough and so like the tradition just kinda goes away and like we're just like it's not, it's not as magical. Is there something magical about like, oh my gosh, I'm going to bed, I'm setting the cookies out, I'm waiting for Santa, you know, and um I wake up in the morning, Santa came, you know, and when you're adult, it's just like it's like the obligations and then someday I'm gonna have to worry about buying dropping a grand on kids and all this stuff. It's and it's crazy, like you know, dude. and it's like honestly like I'm not gonna spoil my kids but also like i want to give them some good christmases and and i want to give them some good gifts and like this and that but um yeah it's like christmas but it's like your birthday like your birthdays is like less special i for sure agree with that it's more i feel like it's more passive like i was never i was never like a party person in high school nor in, nor in college um and so to me like birthday like like to most people like having a birthday it's like having a party and for me i didn't like parties so it's just my birthday so it was always just like time i spent with my family but it was always, like, I don't know, it just became, like, more and more passive. Like, this year, like, like this year was the first time I actually did something in, like, several years where we went out to, like, um went out to my grandma's house. She wasn't there that weekend, but it's on a lake, and we went out to a lake house. It was fun, and we spent time there um, with, like, um uh, uh, my friends and I, and um, and we actually did stuff. But then, like, we did stuff Friday and Saturday, and then we drove back here Sunday. And Sunday was my birthday. Mm. So it was like Sunday didn't feel special. And that was like my actual birthday. So it's like your birthdays get getting more and more passive. They're just like, cause like we were just like, we're hanging out. We weren't like, it was like happy birthday, like that type of stuff. It's not like magical, but in, and that was fun. But it's like your birthdays just kind of like, Oh, you get to it. You're like, I hate when people say, how does it feel to be? Oh, yeah. that's insane. It's like, no, Greg, I don't feel any older. I
0: feel the exact same. It's been a day. Yeah, it's been a day. Give me like two months.
1: Can't wait to hear when I turn 20 this year, they're going to say, how does it feel not be a teenager anymore? Yeah. Like, oh, mom, my gosh. Like, bro. Mom, like, mom, like, doesn't feel any different. Dude, when I, I turned 18, everybody was like, you can vote yeah, now. And I'm ad- like, I know, dude. You're an adult. You know, like. You have responsibilities, this and that. And then you turn twenty one. Oh, you could drink now. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> well, you drink legally. You know, how does it feel? Yeah. Um, and and I'm like, doesn't feel any different. Like, I don't like drinking. Like, you know, and well, I don't drink either. For that matter. I'm nineteen years old. I've never touched alcohol in my life. Um but Me neither. Hypothetically. But I'm I'm twenty one. Yeah, you're twenty one, so I can just can, don't drink. You can say that. I just I just like I just had like my PR team in my ear, and they said, "They make sure to preface that." Don't yeah,
0: eat. I I mean, you know, birthdays are still special. It's just like I just don't see mine as that big of a deal. It's just kind of a another day. But I don't know. Maybe that's my you know tendency for nihilism seeping through. Um, oh, yeah. But you know, I don't I don't hate having a birthday. It's just like I'm not I'm not one of those people who is like. Oh, it's my birthday. It's, it's time to celebrate and do everything crazy. It's just like, I'll, I'm, I'm just cool with being with family, maybe yeah, going out for dinner. I love
1: that. Like going out for dinner with my family. That's why I'm excited to have a family someday. Which I want to go out yeah. with my family someday and just like, like, that's what I love. Like my, my parents will give me a few presents. It's really nice. It's sweet. Um, nothing like you, like, you know, like I'm, I'm really bad at receiving too. Like I'm so bad at receiving, um, and so I, and they'll give me a few gifts here and there. I'm and terrible at yeah. receiving, but I
0: love giving gifts.
1: I oh I love giving gifts too. Like I, I think into it, but I'm so bad at receiving. And the problem is it's not that I I love getting gifts. It's like, the
0: expected reaction.
1: Yes, that's it. Because it's like it's like when you give me something like that's cool. Like the surprise of it too when you're opening it, I don't know what it is. That's cool. Like I'm, just I'm not really an excited. expressive person. Yes, but I can't I don't, don't feel, feel like, like my, my emotions, emotions properly expressed and reflect the way I actually feel about receiving that gift. And so when you give me that gift, I always feel so bad because I'm always like, oh my gosh, this internally, I'm like, this gift is so cool. But I feel like my face isn't like showing that. And so I said, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so bad at expressing like myself, but like, I love this so much. That's what I always say. And I feel like maybe like people like don't think about that, but I do. Maybe it's just overthinking.
0: I mean, you could be very expressive, but it still might be difficult for you because it's like, you're sitting there and you feel the obligation to to be adamant about how great the gift is yes. through your expression. But it's like I feel like and like for me as a gift giver, I do it because I want to see I do it because I want to see the expression. I want to see the joy that I brought the person, um, which I don't know, maybe that's. Uh, selfish somehow deep down, because I don't know, you know. I do a lot of things uh, because I get something out of it. Uh, like who doesn't, you know, but uh, receiving is just, I, th- I, I mean, I bet it's probably difficult in some, on some level for everybody just cause you're sitting there and you're like, I love this, but you know, it's just hard to force. It's hard to force emotion. Yeah. Unless you're like a really great actor.
1: Yeah. I feel like the easiest emotion for me is to cry. Which, like, I like don't, forcibly? No, no, no. Like, I don't cry. But to me, like, the only time I'm truly reflecting the way I feel externally yeah. is when I cry. Oh, yeah. Like, if I, if I cry about something, like, if I'm really sad and I cry, there's no need to, like, communicate how I feel. I'm like, I'm crying. Yeah. You know? But other than that, there's, like, any other way, it's like, no. Unless, like, you have one of them friends that's, like, really funny and you're, like,
0: laughing so hard. Me? Yeah. Oh. No. Dude, I love when people do that for no reason. What? I'll say I'm funny, and then they'll side-eye me. They'll be like, yeah. Because it makes it funnier to say that you're funny, and then have your friend who knows you're funny disagree. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true, though. When I'm crying, that's never a more, there's never a more honest version of me than when I'm crying. exactly. Emotionally honest. Um... I can barely read right now for some reason. Don't worry. I'm dyslexic too. Um, I, I mean, I'm not, it's just, uh, oh, I thought, okay. I, yeah, it's hey, my fault. My I fault. couldn't read it for a second. That's in me.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm, I'm not dyslexic. Okay. I thought, I thought though that I did have dyscalculia. Do you know what that is? So is it like when you're like, like you're bad at like, calculus? No, it's, uh-huh. it's, um, it's basically dyslexia, but in a in a form that's like more harsh on like how you see numbers and math and like telling time and gotcha, stuff like that. Yeah. And like it, it even like makes you bad at like yeah. um, memory and like directions and stuff. It like goes into a bunch of different things and I'm like, why am I always so bad at math? And it drove me crazy. And I was like, is there like a dyslexia for math? And it was like dyscalculia. And then I had this list of like symptoms and I'm like, I match up with all of these. And then I sent it to my mom and she's like, can you just relax? Cause you know, you're getting too deep into the internet. Don't, don't look up things medically on the internet. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fine. I don't have to do math after this class anyways. So true. Um, but so you are, would you consider yourself a, a gym rat, gym rail person? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Unfortunately. Actually, no. <laughs> screw y'all. Fortunately, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a gym rat. Nobody no. Was no, cuz
1: there's there's haters out there and yeah. as soon as you say gym rat, it's like, "Ooh." The amount of people where they're like it's they true. use gym rat derogatorily, dro- derogatorily uh, in a derogatory form or they say, "Oh, you're a gym rat?" Oh. You know what? No. Yeah. Go and sit on the couch and eat your chips. I'll be in the gym working out. I'm sorry that I care about my fitness and health. And not only care about it, I love it. That's where I'm going right after this podcast to go and train. I've never it's seen back in buys day. All right.
0: I've never seen Cole like this. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a gym rat. Yeah. Um, I can't. I You're can't. a gym
1: rat too, though. Now,
0: now I am. Yeah, you work out with Michael every morning. Yeah, well, not every morning. I I um I dialled it back because I'm like a beginner and I yeah. I just can't keep up with his schedule. Yeah. Yet.
1: Um. What do you go? What do you do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or do you do Tuesday, Thursday?
0: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. Um. And then if I if I feel good about it, I'll like sneak in a little bit of calisthenics mm-hmm. in between. Um. But, yeah, I I can't stand all the people who are they live in delusion where it's like you're you're fatphobic if you go to the gym and stuff and it's like relax, you know. Oh no, we're just doing this for our personal health. Oh, it stopped recording. I'm not sure where it stopped recording.
1: Doing it for personal.
0: Yeah, um people just like they do it for personal health. Nobody's trying to offend you by going to the gym. That's crazy. That's the most not minding your own business you can possibly be is thinking somebody else doing something for themselves and bettering themselves is about you.
1: No. Yeah. But also like, I feel like a part of it is we need to stop. Like we need to stop like, like, like normalizing and thinking that it's okay. Like obesity is okay. It's one of the number one killers in America and it is like not okay. And it stems, it stems like not just from like people like it stems. Sometimes it stems from a mental disorder. Sometimes it stems from people just like, not controlling themselves. And sometimes it honestly just goes down to the food industry and how horrible it's gotten down to in America. Yeah. And, and but we need to stop like like there's like a difference between like having body fat and people will be like people would be like, oh I have some body fat on me. I'm fat. And it's like, no, like like you are like a you are like a healthy weight. Like um, you are a healthy weight, you have body fat on you, like that is like normal. Like that is how we store energy, that is how we store our carbs, like that's 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 how we store like a lot of things, and it's like and it's like you know, that that aren't used into like active fibers and active tissue, like muscles are. Um, and, and you know, and like like it's healthy, like it's okay. Like, I mean, like the skinniest person in the world will still have body fat or else like you can't survive. But, like, you know, like there's, there's a, there's like, a, like being healthy is having some fat on you for sure. And, but like, then there's these people who get like, like, I feel like when you say fat, you, 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 you group these people who are like, let's say like, like a little bit higher body fat of like 20, 23 to like 30% body fat. Not thirty, like probably 20, probably the to, range that I am right 20, now 23, to like twenty six, like twenty three to like twenty eight percent body fat. Um, you get like these like people, and I think like it's like these people, and they're like fat, and it's like you have body fat chances are like like you could you like sure like you could be considered a little overweight, but then you get these people who are like obese, and, and we group them all in the same group and it and it and it creates this it creates this like these two things where like the people who have like who are on the lower end of like body fat percentage they're like oh my gosh like i'm grouped with these people who are like obese you know and then but then like these people like no like have some bot like like, be happy with your body, love yourself, like, do this, do that, like, like, that is the most important thing going to the gym, like, don't, like, don't just go into the gym, like, doing it because you want to change, like, also do it because, like, like, make sure you love yourself first, because, like, that comes down to a lot of mental health, but then you get these people who are, like, obese, and, like, when we, like, combine them in the same, like, when we combine them in the same group, it's, like, like, okay, we're all fat, so, like, me being this fat is okay, and it's not, because, like, it's, it's not that it's not, not but it, it's it's just because it'll affect your health it'll affect your long term like being like past a certain level of like um body fat is just horrible for you and we need and like people just need to start prioritizing health and no it's not being a gym rat it's not lifting six times a week you know hitting each muscle group three uh, two times a week um training for two hours it's not that it's just moving and a lot of it is cardiovascular health too and burning calories like like it's a lot of that and it's a lot of Doing something active every single day so that you can remain healthy because it's so important for the longevity of your life. And, um, you know, the best workout plan is not the most efficient one. It's the most consistent one. And, yeah. um, and a lot of people just, like, do, like, supplement, supplement, supplement their life with, with diets, with drugs, with surgery, with this and that to get healthy when really it's, like, just, like, the most simple thing in the world. Just, like, eat less or eat more. Eat less yeah. if you want eat less if you want to lose weight, eat more if you want to eat, gain weight. And it's so, it, it's so simple like that, you know, and add some physical activity in there and you're chilling. Yeah. Um, abs are made in the kitchen and, and um, not in the gym. And, yeah. and um, it's just so simple. But, it, and I think there is a level to that where like, everybody needs to learn their love, learn to love their bodies, no matter what condition they're in. If, if you're like the worst in conditions, you still need to learn to love your body, but you also need to be aware of your condition as well and your surroundings um everybody can get better everybody i mean you look at some of the top bodybuilders in the world they are the biggest critiques they are like at a constant urge to be like like i suck i'm small i'm this that i'm um um, and and, you know and and i was like no like you're not like you're huge but like you know um everybody's like always gonna like you always want to strive to get better but you also need to have some fundamental like I love myself and here's where I need to improve and there's definitely a healthy balance between that because bodybuilders are not healthy. If you have like less than 10% body fat, you are not healthy. Like it's not healthy to be that lean, to be that skinny. It's not good for longevity. And if you're bulky, like, I mean, you look at like, bodybuilders right and they go into their peak week and they go to, it's the most miserable time of their life they go on stage and they like they quite literally are functioning probably like two to three hours a day and sleeping the rest because they have no calories in them no energy no carbs no um none of like the essential you know and they're just supplemented by vitamins which is not healthy to like be like just only on supplements you know it's like yeah. you need it from the real source um and then you get these people like like strong men who are like 400 pound um like four- four hundred pounds probably around like twenty two twenty two twenty two to twenty five no eighteen to like twenty three percent body fat, which they do not look like they're that they look they look like they're like humongous, but they're four hundred pounds is beasts you know and they all- they're all for some reason from iceland but they're but the there's Nordics, yeah. Man. They're these huge dudes, and that's not healthy either. Like that's not healthy on your organs, not healthy on your arteries. That's not healthy on like your body. Like your body can not not just like not handle like that amount of weight either, you know. And and but and then add that to the mix. Like imagine like you're like that much, but you're like thirty plus percent body fat, and not like eighteen percent body fat. Like then that's even worse because then you have like no active tissue working with it to like actually help your body like with circulation with um. With all these other like essential things you need in your in your life, as far as like blood and as far as organ health and as far as like your your cardiovascular system um, function and this and that, and so it's just like it's not healthy. And um and we need to like we need to learn to love ourselves, but we need to start like stop like normalizing and obesity, and we need to make sure like we separate those two of like because there is a very unhealthy fat and there is a fat that is healthy.
0: Um, yeah, well, that's where people yeah. get lost is where they go, "You're beautiful just the way you are," and it's like yes. Personality wise, sure, um, but stop trying to apply the the beautiful part of it to your physical appearance. Um, because sure, physical appearance, you know, people can be beautiful or whatever, you know, beautiful just the way they are. But people get lost in that space of like saying I'm beautiful just the way just the way I am. And then they ended there instead of saying what you said and then here's where I need to improve. They take that out and they're like, there's nowhere I need to improve. I'm beautiful just the way I am. And then there's so many enablers on social media who are either delusional or so afraid of getting canceled or being on the wrong side of political history or whatever that they're like, you are beautiful. Just ignore the haters while this person is dying at a much faster rate than anybody else. And it's... It's enabling them to continue this lifestyle that's just killing them uh, at a at a faster rate, and it's it's just it's yeah. sad to see. It's 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 not about how you look. It's about how healthy you are,
1: and like, cause like you look at it, like people perceive like bodybuilders, for example, because they're so lean, because they're so skinny, because they have abs, they have pecs, that they're healthy. They're not healthy. I mean, you look at most of the people in the body industry. They're they're bodybuilding industry. They are enhanced. They are on steroids. They're on drugs, which, by the way, isn't necessarily wrong. Like that's like that's their life. They decide to do it, and like if you do it right, then like it's okay. But it's not. It's not the most healthy thing, right? Like there's there's repercussions. Like they like, get old and are in yeah, pain. They, every day. There's. I mean, there's a reason why you have to take blood work very frequently when you are on any sort of drug enhancement or performance enhancement, because of the fact that like you're like. Like your blood can get thicker. Like there's just like there's a lot of like there's a lot of like um, precautions that go into it. Um, And it's not about how you look. It's about being healthy. There is no healthy person that is thirty percent plus body fat at four hundred and something pounds. That's not healthy. And it's not about how you look because it's like you look at somebody and they have a little bit more fat. You look at somebody they're more skinny. But it's like it's like no. Like if you're healthy, then you are great. There's a lot of healthy people that are not lean and that are not super athletic and that are not this and that, but there are even more people, especially in America that are just so unhealthy and all. And like, unfortunately, like oftentimes like being unhealthy leads, to like a lot of the time we leads to like being overweight, but then it also leads to like a lot of different percussions, like mental health, spiritual yeah. health. I mean, I'm a big believer in like these three things, like balance each other out very well. And if you are struggling in mental health and you do not want to, Attack it. There is like a lot of people, a lot of times in my life where like my mental health has sucked. And you get to this point where you have no energy and you just give up. And you're just like, I just don't have the energy or the mental capacity to deal with this today or to deal with that today. Or I'm just so numb. But then you do something as si- simple as physical activity. You show up to the gym, you run on the treadmill, you run, these endorphins start working. You don't have to think about working out. You just do it and it's the way you work. And once you improve that physical health, your mental health starts to rise as well. You start to care a lot about more things. You start to care about your body, which means you start to care about your mind, which means you start to care about like a lot more things. Um, And then oftentimes like, you know, you got your spiritual health. Like, you know, if that's struggling, like oftentimes it's probably like your spiritual health is probably struggling because your mental health is probably struggling. And your mental health is probably struggling because your physical health is probably struggling. And once you improve your mental health, your physical health improves. You know, you start trying you start wanting to eat better. You start wanting to like put better things in your body. Not drink as much soda. You want to drink more water, you want to do like just the simple stuff. Feed yourself, you know. Um, and when you improve your mental health or physical health, like you start to actually want to eat. You start to like actually work your brain more, start to do things, and then that often leads to spiritual health. And like you go to spiritual health, like you read things that are spiritually good for you, and then that improves your mental health. Like it's just it all works together. And it doesn't always look like it. It doesn't look it doesn't look like a seesaw, but it always—it's like a three-way seesaw, and it, it doesn't look like it because, like, oftentimes, like, everybody wants like the solution to be the solution. Like, it's a good way where, like, sometimes if you like, sometimes if your hamstring hurts, like, like I hurt my hamstring in senior of high school, and I hurt it, and the whole time I'm trying to figure out what I need to stretch, what I need to do right here. Went to an orthopedic, or uh, not an orthopedic, went to a physical therapist. Um, you know, um, physical rehab. And they're like, Oh, like it's not actually your hamstring. Like it is your hamstring, your hamstrings hurt, but it's, it's not because, because anything your hamstrings doing. It's because like your glutes, it's because your glutes are tight. It's because like yeah. you have really tight glutes and you, you need, need to, to be actually stretching, stretching your glutes. And your body hamstrings. is so yeah. interesting how and, it's all yeah. interconnected. And so it's like, like sometimes like I'm focusing so much on the, on, on the solution. Like, I think like, like I feel it right here. Like, the solution is right here where it's like, like the, the, the solution's solution is actually like somewhere. I'm not feeling it. It's the, the solution here.
0: should be where the problem is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, but sometimes, sometimes like that's, that's not how life works. Like yeah. sometimes you need to seek the solution somewhere else. And so oftentimes like people are like, people are like, all right, like mental health, like, like it sucks. Like, but that's the problem. My problem is my mental health. So I need to keep attacking, like figuring out how I'm going to do this. Like, man, I don't like going to therapy, um, so, like, I don't know what to do. When, like, sometimes, like, the solution is, like, just going to your physical health. And that can improve your mental health. But that's that's what saved me from my mental health. Like, you know, like, I went to therapy, but, like, physical health saved my mental health as well. Um, and um, along with spiritual health. And 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 they all just, like, see-saw off of each other. Also,
0: um, I want to be clear to the listeners who are struggling with um, mental issues or whatever don't take gym as the answer it's <laughs> no. just very helpful but if you are struggling with something I do suggest seeking out some professional help or at least yeah. just trusted help from like your mom or your sister or whatever it is that you feel um, good about talking to that person or whatever um, and uh, you know just just saying that to keep people aware because I've seen a lot of situations where people will be like, Oh, I'm, uh... Partridge. I'm, um... You know, I'm... Struggling with this, so I'm gonna just go to the gym and, and, and pound it out and forget about my issues. You can't forget about your issues. You have to face them. Um... So that's, that's just what I'm saying. But Jim is very helpful.
1: Yeah. I And I, I think, I think like to that credit, like one thing I always like run to when I, when it's like, I just, I talk to a lot of people and I talk to a lot of, I like, I have so many conversations on a weekly basis with just people that are hurt and it, and it sucks, but it's like, like at least I'm <laughs> glad like somebody feels like comfortable enough to like actually like talk to somebody, you know, um, you know, um, but, but a lot of people, it's like simple where it's like, okay, hurting seek professional advice and sometimes those people are like i can't i've tried therapy it's stupid i've tried medication doesn't work for me i went to a psychiatrist uh, i went to a psychiatrist like and everything they prescribe me doesn't work um this and that like and then it's like great like you seek professional advice doesn't work for you and then it goes down to like something like okay reevaluate your life and it comes down to like sometimes you just need to step up and like like do things for yourself. And that's kind of what I mean. Like sometimes like, like obviously seek professional advices first, like, like do this, don't that, like the gym is not the solution to all. Well, I'm a gym rat, so it is for me, but, um, but for like, it's not the solution to everything in life. But if you're one of those people where you got some mental health issues and, and, and you're, and you got some, you got some therapy trauma, you got some therapy. Um, You don't like opening up to people for some reason, like this, that, um, like sometimes, like just like like just like spend a week on your physical health. Like really, like go one hundred percent into your physical health for one week, and just like compare how you feel from week into week, and I promise you, I'll bet a million times that you just feel better. And if you didn't, it's because you didn't go one hundred percent, or you didn't at least try. Yeah, yeah.
0: But to um, I guess sort of wrap things up as the last topic. Um, just to kind of get real on something, um, for me at least is that recently, uh, you know, I've, I've tried to take a hold of my health again and like go to the gym, eat better, eat right, you know, stuff like that. Um, cause it's, you know, better for your mental health and physical health at the same time and, and a lot of other things. Um, and you know, I've had an, ins- I've had inspiration in, in, uh, Michael, um, who's just all about that. uh, you know he's been very helpful and very encouraging guy um he's a really good dude and um so he's been somebody who's helped me get into that but as i've come to this place where i i care more about it and it's this process where seeing results takes a lot of time um and me being a results-oriented person at least uh it's it is a struggle to continue when you don't see the results, and I feel like, um, <clears throat> you know, like I've recently just been very um, insecure about my myself and my self image. I've been very insecure. I've been talking down on myself a lot, disguising it as jokes, and like I even had that in the last episode. Um, and you know, that's that's not. Uh, good for me to do and so uh, like you know i'm not i'm not the healthiest guy but i'm trying to i'm trying to make that change um and like you know there's milestones that I hit that make me proud of myself like today i i benched 135 which is something, yeah, something you a plate. i never thought i could do you know i didn't know that bro congratulations yeah, thank you i appreciate you, it you had a plate yeah and like you know that's a it's a pr for me it's a big deal um but then there's the other times where I'm not in the gym and I have to think about life and other things. And when I don't see those results, it's it's uh I guess it's just kind of temporarily harmful to that moment of my mindset, and my mind frame. And so for you, as somebody who's been in it a while, um, what would you say to people in my position or positions like mine uh, and just how continuing and being consistent is is just so so important to both building your health but also working through that that section of insecurity because i think a lot of people who even have like spent most of their life in the gym at this point and are like you know this image of physical fitness they still struggle with things like body dysmorphia and stuff and they talk about it and then people like me look at them and they're like you're perfect how are you how you struggle with this. And it's like, you never know what somebody's struggling with. And it could be the same exact thing you're struggling with, even though you look completely different. Yeah. And so like, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Just to kind of wrap up the episode overall Man. with a little positive message. It's a lot. I
1: mean, I appreciate your vulnerability. Yeah. Um, it, it, it takes a lot to admit that, um, especially in front of camera. Um, I, I think, I, I think uh like kind of going along like the gym point, I, I think you make a good point where it's like, you show up and you do it, and and then, and then once you're you're there, everything is everything is better. And once you leave, it, it kind of disappears. It, like like everything comes back. Yeah. And, and for for a big portion of my life, you know, like a lot of the reason I went to the gym was like very similar reasons. Like I was very I wasn't content with the way I looked. I wasn't content with my life. I was very unhappy. Um, I kind of come out of major depression, major like battles with like things like suicide and um, in my life, you know, from from life changes and life events as well that, that it occurred, you know, some things out of my, not out of my control or some things out of my control. And some things like very much in my, in my control, um, that I didn't want to change. And, and, and so after I'd like, kind of got out of that in like high school, you know, I, I started going to the gym and it was like kind of the, the same reason, like, you know, one of my friends was like, come work out with us, come work out with us. With out us. With and I went and then I fell in love, love with it. it. Um, but, but I, I think, think, I think, I think, think I it's too. important where, um, Again, it kind of goes back to like the gym is not the answer, right? Um, to me, I always thought the gym was an answer when I first went into it, and then you start getting that mindset where you're like, I love the gym, but I hate everything else about life, right? Um, and unfortunately, well, fortunately, but unfortunately, like the gym, like the gym is like it's great because what it symbolizes, it doesn't symbolize that you like getting it just symbolizes you getting stronger not only physically but mentally, but it also symbolizes like a portion of your day where you're focusing on yourself and that's a very healthy mindset to get into especially if you're a people pleaser and you focus on your you focus your life on like pleasing other people and putting other people first which is great but like you need some time where like you're working on yourself i mean i mean um i mean Jesus Christ you know who whom i believe in you know says uh love others as you love yourself and if you don't love yourself then you can never love others um and, and and I think uh I think it's that's why it's like very important. Where it's like if you want if you want to be a great leader, you want to be a great boss, you want to be a great employee, you want to be a great husband, wife, um you know, a friend. Then you need to learn to love yourself because hurt people hurt people. Um, but true. I think um I think going into that, there will be times in your life where you will be extremely down, and there's something as simple as physical fitness that can get you out of it. But it's not what gets you out of it. What stands you back up? I, I think. I think we approach this door of life and it's closed, and it's impossible to open. And I think what physical fitness does, what did for me at least, and what does, and, and it's not only for me, it's the testimonies of a ton of other people that I've trained in my life because I was, a, Oh gosh, that scared me. Um, because my roommate dropped something in the room. Cause I was a personal trainer um, and people I've brought to the gym, like, you know, to work out with me, you know, Pick them up at six a.m. in the morning. We go. We, we go, go lift, and then we go to a practice. After that, and then we go to school, and, and that was our life. And that and that's how we that's how we grew up in small small town, just in Texas, um, you know, in, in a and like a in in a family owned gym. Like that's that's what we did. Um, and just the difference between their life, where it was like, like man, like the gym helped me stand on my feet. The gym helped me open that door, and. and opening that, the power of like opening that door is like, like very powerful because it's like the door is open, right? And the solution is walking through it. And the gym doesn't make you walk through it, but it let, it opens it up for you. And I think a lot of the times people just need to see that people need that door opened or people need to see that that door can't open. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of the times where it's like, you know, people will sometimes like use like that as their solution and it's not the solution. Um, but I think I think when you like approach something like that, it's like, yeah, I'm man. Like I'm so like I'm insecure about myself. Like that's that's how I that's how I'm, still I still am sometimes. You know, my you know my insecurities reflect sometimes on things like jealousy, things like, um, pride. You know that uh, you know that especially especially pride that like I personally like have very struggled with in my life and continue to struggle with. Um, and I think it's very common, you know, for men and women, but a lot of the times for men, um with specifically with pride but but, but I, I think, think like you know you take like what happened today where it's like I'm very insecure um I'm very um uh, maybe I don't like the way I look maybe I don't like the way I feel maybe there's things in my life that reflect or or could, could support, support that, right? that right maybe it's not a direct reflection or image of what's actually there but it is it it could use be used as evidence to support an idea yeah. that I'm putting against myself and you think you're insecure and oftentimes when you think you're insecure, you think you're weak um, especially with mental yeah. health, you think you're weak, and then you go and you bench 135 for one rep, and for the first time in your life, you're like, "I'm strong. I'm not weak. I'm strong." Right? And 135 doesn't fix your insecurities. 135 doesn't doesn't fix all your problems in your life. Like a lot of people aren't aren't. You know, you can't control the cards you're dealt with, but you can't control how you play the game.
0: 135
1: is yeah. a high. Yeah, yeah. And like 130, like you can't, like you can't, like. You can't, like you can't control like 135, 135 fixes nothing in your life, but it, it gives you the power to fix the other things, things in your life. It gives that you that mindset. mindset. Um, it, like, like like for example, like you start going to the gym every day. 21 days, right? That's what it takes to build a habit. 21 days of consistency. Um, you go and whatever that is. 21 days of routine consistency. You know, it's not going every single day, but it's creating a routine for 21 days. You go and the power of routine in your life just like builds like so much. It 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 builds consistency it builds knowledge it, you react you're proactive a lot more in your life and less reactive which there's power in that because it lets you expect a lot more even the things you don't know are going to be said or the things you're not expecting being able to be proactive about i would say about 70% of your situations that you 60 percent of the things that go on in your life being proactive about those um is very powerful because then you're excuse me you're reactive about, about a lot less in your life um and react reactivity like builds up over time. Yeah. Um. And, and um. And yeah. There's just there's like certain things. And and you could go down to spiritual health, whatever you believe in. Um, like you could go and you could focus on that, and you could be like, man, like, like my spiritual health, like, like man, like this is great. I believe, I believe in whatever I believe in. This is great. This is helping me, right? But ultimately, what scripture is saying, what god is saying um isn't going to make you isn't going to just fix every solution in your life you have to choose that you have to do it you have to live by it and you have to do so much for it to actually like work same thing with physical getting stronger isn't going to fix all the things in your life it's using that strength you gain from there and applying it right um and, and like, there's like many things where it's like, yeah, you go into spiritual health and you believe. You're like, man, like I believe in this, but in order to actually like fill the spirituality in life, you have to live by it, and that's work. That's hard work, and it's hard to live by spiritual health. But if you go into physical health, it's much easier to live spiritually. And if you go, you go into physical health, it's much easier to live mentally. And so it's just what it represents. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, it, it's like the idea of you of like, not understood that, but um. It's like, it, yeah, like it. it it's not. It, it's it's like a. It's like a mend. It's like it's like something that helps get you back on your feet. Yeah. And it's, it's something that once you get back on your feet, and once you continue to elevate, and you continue to thrive, and you continue to um have everything sorted out in your life. For me, that is mentally and spiritually. Some people, it's just mentally and physically. Um, um, and and those those two things are figured out in my life. All physical health does is continues to elevate these things, man. Like when I work on, when I, when I work out, I feel so much better. I come into my, I come reading into my Bible so much easier. I come like thinking about the way I think so much like easier as well. You know, my mindset is better. I, I look at every situation as a glass half full and less of a glass half empty. Like there's just, there's so much like, it's just so much power and it's like things you don't even think of, um, that are normalized in your life. Like the people who like, the people who don't struggle with mental health, they can't even begin to comprehend they, or they can't comprehend because the things that is normal in their life, they're not without, if that makes sense. But then the people who are struggling, the things they're without, they're so normalized that they don't realize the things they're missing out. Like I don't know if that really makes sense, but it's like, I'm living my life so well that there's these fundamentals in my life. I don't even recognize that make my life better. Um, and then you're, you're hurting and you're like, man, there's these fundamentals that aren't in my life that I don't realize if I had them, I could be so much better. And that's like, that's what I meant. Um, and once you have these fundamentals, you just like, you forget about them. Just like the way you approach a situation, um, the way your mindset is, your co- confidence is one of them. Confidence is one of those things that once you have it in your life, you don't think about it again. It's something that's there. Um, and there's a difference between being cocky and confident. And, um, and yeah, for sure. I, I, I think, I think like to like wrap it up like you know what what the thing i would say and the thing that i would you know and be most proponent on is you got to look at yourself in the mirror every morning and and you got to you you got to think like like one or two things you got to say one like i'm unsatisfied from a place of productivity i'm looking in the mirror and and i want i'm i'm striving for something better for the person i see back in me and then the second thing is you got to say I sure do love that person I'm staring at right in front of me because the moment you love yourself is the moment you're free from anything in this world, you know? And, and, um, and for me, that's one of two things, you know, the moment I love myself, you know, and the moment I accept Jesus, I'm free from anything in the world. Nothing, nothing can stop me anymore. Um, but to put it practically for a lot of people, the moment you love yourself is the moment you become confident in yourself. And the moment you become confident in yourself is the moment that anything anyone says never affects you anymore. And, and then the way you perceive life is a lot better. You know, once you start to love yourself, you start to have confidence in yourself. And then the things people say become a lot less prominent, have a lot less weight. Therefore, you react a lot less. You don't care. Um, I mean, it, like, you know, we go into scripture and it just it just talks about a lot by like loving the people that do wrong on you. And if you're hurt and you're hurting, then oftentimes like it's going to mean a lot like it's going to mean a lot more. And you're just going to look at it and you're going to be like, shoot, like, are you right? Like, you're right. And therefore, I'm going to be more defensive. But if um, but if you're if you're a person where you're like, man, like um, I'm confident in myself, I love myself. Anybody who's doing wrong to me, I know that they're wrong. You know, I know that if they're doing it at a place like to genuinely hurt me and not a place of like. I'm saying this because I want you to get better, you know, Um, then man, you're not hurting me. And it's so much easier for me to see that, that you're coming from a place of being hurt. Therefore, I'm going to love you. Therefore, I'm going to pray for you. Therefore, I'm going to be there for you. Therefore, I'm going to go and go and give you more. If you're taking from me, I'm giving you more just as S was talking about. It's so much, it's so much easier to do that from a place of confidence. And, And so you need to look at yourself in the mirror every day. And you need to be satisfied. You need to be unsatisfied and satisfied with what you see. You need to say, "I love myself, and I love that person I look at." Um, and, and then you need to say, "You know what? But I wanna, I wanna keep improving. I'm not from a place of because I'm, I hate the person I see, but more from the place of I know I can be better." And, and um, and and they like, you know, it's like, it's like be satisfied but be unsatisfied. unsatisfied. It like goes hand in hand. But like when you when, when you really think about it, it's like like no, like it doesn't. It's like you need to love yourself first, and then you need to work on yourself. Um, and when you work on yourself, you need to, you need to work on yourself till you love yourself and then you need to love yourself and work on yourself. It's like that, like, like there is no one without the other. And if anything, there's love yourself first. Um, and, and and it's not easy. It's easier said than done. Like, like, like for me, it's like, there's so many things that are still prominent in my life that affect me. But like, for me, it's always like, I love myself. You know, that's something that I've come to terms with, um. It's just made my life better. For so many, like, for so many different reasons. Um, and, and there's things I, there's so many things I struggle with. There's so many things I suck at. But one thing I don't is betting on myself every single time. Um, you know, because um, I'll I'll always be my biggest fan. Because at the end of the day, if there was nothing on this planet, nothing, anything, everything we believe in, everything, every physical object we have is gone and you were were sitting there and you were homeless and you were by yourself without clothes and you're sitting there, the one thing left there is you and your mind. Yeah. And if you are not satisfied with the person that's there, then you literally have nothing on this planet. But if you are satisfied sitting there with absolutely nothing in your life, but you are satisfied with the person you are, then you will forever be the you'll forever like be successful. And it's the same thing with religion too. It's like, you know, if, if in your mind's like you have that relationship no matter what, no matter everything you lose, like you'll forever like you'll forever be like all, everything will be all right no matter what. And so yeah, it's, it's important. important. Like, like love, love yourself and it, it's it's hard yeah. to put practically, it really is. Um yeah. there's no easy way to do it in in but it's 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 more importantly to like kind of like approach everything you do as like a supplement to the bigger issue which is loving yourself you know yeah that's like, a good point. yeah so so it's like you know i go to the gym not to love myself but to help supplement the problem i'm working on which is love myself which comes down to a lot of self reflection um a lot of a lot of character self reflection a lot of appreciation a lot of going to others sometimes you just got to be like hey like what do you like about me because sometimes, sometimes like, hearing pe- people, people, that respect, yeah. people, people that you respect, people that you respect, people that you know who are going to be real with you, sometimes, sometimes hearing what they say, like, can help you, like, entertain like, thoughts that, that you never know. even knew of. Like, like there's, there's things, things that, like, Christian, that Christian and William have told me that I'm good at that I didn't realize. And as soon as they told me, I was like, man, like, I actually, like, like you're, you're right. And I actually, like, really appreciate that about myself. And it's like, it, it doesn't come from a place of ego. It's not like, wow, like, I'm good at this. Like, I'm really great at this. But it's like. That's something, something I, I never realized, realized that. that was like a really great asset in my life, and um, and that's, that's just really another thing stuff. that I'm just going to learn to love myself, and also so like thank God go for like you know being good at for for, for a blessing, blessing in my life. life, and for um giving me that ability in my life um to even be in that position, um to be able to do things, and I don't think it's from a place of ego. I mean, if you if you if you gloat on it, and if you if you sit in it, and you marinate it, and you stay there, then yeah, like you're it's not gonna be healthy. Like then you're gonna develop like a know this god complex or ego complex you're like man i'm better than everybody i'm better than you I'm better than that but it's definitely if you definitely come in that mind like if you definitely learn to to, like feed feed your ego a bit bit from from, but but with a plate like with some like with With a heart of of sympathy sympathy, then then you'll you'll forever be okay (laughs) because it's like no matter how much of like you start to build up that ego not ego but like confidence yeah you know then um you always have sympathy in your heart, which is the most important thing to, like, love people. Because, like, if you can understand the way someone feels, then you'll never hurt them. You'll never do them wrong. Fundamentally, you you, you just know how they feel. So
0: yeah, feed your
1: confidence,
0: diminish your ego. Yeah. Um, but also just, like, kind of a capstone of everything you said. Because, I mean, you. I go all over the place. Uh, but, like, everything you said was, like, really good. And, like, I I mean, I feel like I couldn't say any of it any better yeah um there's just a lot of good points in there but like you know just still on the topic of like um gym culture and using the gym to better yourself and stuff like that is like the gym is not the answer it's 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 a it's an answer it um you know because life has a lot of hard to answer questions uh and the gym answers maybe one or two of those questions for you um it's a smaller answer to the bigger answer, which is whatever for you. Like, for me and, and Cole, the answer is Jesus. There
1: we go. That's I was literally yeah. just about to say that. I was, that. I was like, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, that was, that was a point, point I forgot to make where it was like, yeah, yeah like, um, for me, like, you know, the answer is in the gym. It's like a way to, like, do up. But, like, for me, spiritual spirituality and spiritual health like, like the answer that's what, what i was going. I was really about to say, say that, that after, after i was like, like yeah the answer, the, the answer is jesus yeah. yeah but
0: as you said like the gym is a is a supplement to the answer yeah and like it it, it could be different for you whatever it is you know mm-hmm. whatever whoever maybe um you know just using the gym as a supplement to yeah. the answer but insecurity is going to come up in every almost every facet of your life um, and so Jim is going to answer probably those physical insecurities more so than anything else. Mm. Um, but then you're going to have other insecurities with other supplemental answers, um, throughout life. But I think the key to kind of all of this, um, just, you know, facing whatever insecurities you have and then like, you know, having Jim being, having the gym being a supplemental answer, Really, you just go find what the answer is for you. Whoever you are, whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter what the answer is as long as you find it and as long as it's a healthy answer. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. some people will say alcohol is the answer and incorrect. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, um, just to kind of leave things on a positive note for people because we all have insecurities and insecurities suck, but they're a little bit uh, inescapable. It's really all in how you... Um, Handle them and take them on because uh, they're just going to happen and they're going to stick with you through life. It's just battling them and rising above them is uh, is the way to go about it. Um, but thank you, Cole, for coming. Welcome. Yeah, it's really a, a record time for me. My... Yeah, we're at 140, bro. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, well, uh, blab too much. I mean, yeah, it'll it, like it'll be like a little bit over. 135 because we'll shave off a couple minutes here in, and yeah. in, uh, post but um yeah a joe rogan type beat for sure yeah uh, got intellectual got real um be real you know it's good to get vulnerable no um and uh but yeah thank you for coming of course thanks for having uh, me i hope you had a good time what did you think overall i did
1: no i had a good time we talked about some we talked about some good stuff yeah. We talked about some pointless stuff but it ended up ended up having a point like pointless conversations are fun yeah yeah, yeah i never but, i know, never I, I, there's not many times like i have pointless conversations in my life and it was good cuz it's healthy and it's funny and it's yeah. it's fun to make fun of them but then we had a lot like we had a lot of like good like, good, like really good stuff to so yeah, yeah i liked it
0: i mean i, I definitely feel closer to you now yeah. i've i've physically. That, this is like well yeah oh. physically too oh. i mean physically just cuz yeah yeah cuz you put a gun to my head <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely never had uh, quite a a guest like you, oh. so it's been an interesting all, experience. All me in. no, you I'm like you. Yeah. I appreciate it.
1: All. Yeah, we're supposed to shake
0: hands. We can if you all want right. to. Yeah, so I'm gonna leave now. Yeah, well, as always, I hope you guys enjoyed your. You can you can put it there or there. As always, I hope you guys enjoyed your. uh hope you enjoy your day, your week, your month, your year, and the rest of your life. Peace out, homies.